this is As Told by Sherelle, and this is your podcast for self-discovery and inspiration through storytelling. Each week, you will hear a new guest and hopefully walk away with something that helps enlighten your journey. I hope you enjoy. Thank you for joining me, and remember, stop chasing tiaras and be the crown. Opera singer Denise Battle shares her love of music everywhere she goes. Exposing opera to people who are unfamiliar with the genre is her way of contributing to society while also encouraging others to try something new. Denise, why did you decide to study music? Um, and more specifically, opera. I decided to study music. Music to me is like uh, like breathing. It's a way of life for me. And when I originally started singing, um, singing period, I started singing in the church. I grew up in the church like a lot of the musical greats, Whitney Houston, Aretha Franklin, Beyonce. You know, I started off singing in the church. And for the longest time, I just knew I wanted to sing gospel music or like some type of R&B, pop music, but more so gospel music. Um, And so it wasn't until high school when I was in the visual and performing arts magnet program at Churchland High School in Portsmouth, where I'm from. Um, Mm -hmm. My voice teacher that was assigned to me, she encouraged me to go into opera, like just study the art form study singers who sang opera and initially I was not a fan um mm-hmm. I thought opera at the time this is how small-minded I was was for you know rich white people mm-hmm. and I didn't see anyone who looked like me who sang opera I didn't know many people that looked like me that listened to opera so my mm-hmm. world was very small then and um it wasn't until I went to study overseas in Graz, Austria for Mm -hmm. six weeks where I became engrossed with the history of what I was singing, more specifically Mm -hmm. German um, song and learning about the the composers who wrote some of the operas that I was studying and just being acquainted with all kinds of people from across the nation, from across the world and people who look like me people who didn't look like me but had the same interests and just learning that the world is so much bigger than color at the same time it you know for our journeys African Americans is very important but we can't let it get in the way of us you know just pursuing new things and new opportunities and meeting new people so I would say yeah with opera it was uh, just an appreciation of a deeper history with music that drew me to sing opera and it's just beautiful like it's just the history behind it the stories behind it it's very dramatic but it's very beautiful at the same time can you talk to me about a story that you heard um about a composer or a particular piece that Mm -hmm. so resonates with you right now i would say aida um, mm-hmm. has been is like one of my favorite com- one of my favorite operas if not my favorite opera it is a story of an Ethiopian princess who is held captive by the Egyptian army she's in love with the Egyptian king um, at the time but he doesn't know she's 
you know, the princess of Ethiopia. So um, I'm not going to dive too much into it and tell too much of the story. The composer, yeah, Giuseppe Verdi, and he, he, um, he was very much, I would say, he, be, he allowed himself to come and grow with various cultures. And this is the music behind it, but what resonated more with me was how she died for her country, um, willing to go into captivity with her father for the sake of her country. She loved this man, but she said, my people come first, and mm-hmm. I love my people. And that just resonated with me, and some of the music is just beautiful. So that's definitely a, a one of like my favorite with opera. Okay, to, to connect it to the mainstream and like what's current, there was a moment in Black Panther mm-hmm. where the leader of the female army—I cannot remember her name—so sorry. No, it's fine. It's cool. But there was a moment where I feel like we all got to see what that looks like in like yes. on the big screen. So yeah. I feel like I need to go watch Aida now. So thank ah, you. Yes. Please, please <laughs> watch remember, it. It's a beautiful story. I remember watching that on the screen and I was like, whoa, that's yeah. dedication. Like, yes. not everyone can do that. Not everyone would do that. Sacrifice themselves for their country. Like, you right. have to really, really love mm-hmm. your people. So, mm-hmm. yes. Love yes. that. Um, I can see why you like Aida. <laughs> now... When it comes to opera, mm-hmm. um, and we kind of just made a connection there to the mainstream, but mm-hmm. why don't why do you feel why do you think that it's not as appreciated as it could be um, in pop culture, but especially in the black culture? I would say probably exposure and lack of knowledge. Um, we, we we there are so many black composers and people of classical music that we that I didn't discover until recent years I'll be 30 in September so my late 20s I really became aware of how many blacks contributed to classical music but I think you know our American history is is steeped in jazz um, rock you know all basically American music is steeped in black culture in some type of black form that I think that's where American music came from Mm -hmm. um you know and so opera in a sense is more so European Mm -hmm. and um so I think it could I think it's yeah I think some parts I think about exposure some people are exposed to it sometimes you don't know unless you know somebody or you're part of a certain demographic but Mm -hmm. What I want to do, one of my goals is to expose it to all kinds of people, especially in the urban um, environments. And that's, you know, that's what I'm familiar with myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, like I said, I didn't know about it until I went to a magnet. I was part of a school who had a magnet program and somebody there exposed me to it. So I think if we can just really get into, um, the tradition go against the tradition and just really get into the urban areas and those persons who normally would not have any association with it I mean it's not just black people it's white people you know you have some people of all backgrounds some don't even know about opera so I definitely think it's a thing about exposure and lack of knowledge then what do what do you think your your goal beyond singing, what do you think will make you stand out 
as an artist because you spoke about exposure and I think that's very important uh, that's mm-hmm. kind of what started this whole blog mm-hmm. you know understanding that there's so many different abilities that people have and right. sometimes we just aren't aware so mm-hmm. some of my goals as a, a blogger is to create awareness about what else is out there right mm-hmm. right right but as a an artist um, who sings opera how do you feel like you're going to stand out um, and allow yourself to expose this art form to children or you know young mm-hmm. adults or whoever mm-hmm. to people who have not um, ever appreciated it before like for me I'm a fan of hip-hop I'm a fan of R&B solo alternative I like some soft rock so mm-hmm. I love to collaborate with people who do that and because that's what music is I think it, it in the end of the day it forms relationships and it brings people together it brings people closer than where they have been mm-hmm. despite what your background is your national background your social background economic background whatever so I think um, my main po- focus is to do things against the grain yeah. that haven't been done before. Yeah. And I want to add that I think, um, and this idea is not my own. This is, I'm like working through a James Baldwin biography. And mm-hmm. one of the things that he spoke about is not making art so I don't want to say political because it's not really political what mm-hmm. you're talking about, but mm-hmm. not pushing against social norms to create, to make art, like letting art speak for itself, letting art reach humans yes. to human expression and experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I loved, I love that, um, that moment in the book when I read about him kind of talking about how sometimes we take art and we try to have these major messages that make social shifts. And sometimes Mm -hmm. we should just focus on the art and let the art be. Um, Because I think if people Mm -hmm. can connect Mm -hmm. to it Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have a heavy, if it doesn't, you know, push them in a corner or a box, then maybe people can, can, can grab it, understand it and do it a little bit deeper. So yes, I really, I agree with that. Like outreach is great. But if we're doing it, let's try to make sure that we're doing it with the focus on trying to connect to human yes. experience, right? Yes, yes, Not exactly. So but, um, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but what has been your greatest challenge as a musician in opera? I would say my greatest challenge has been learning patience. Learning that everything doesn't happen as fast as I want it to regarding opportunities and uh, just getting myself out there as an artist. When I was younger, I just knew by the time I'll be in my late 20s, I would be headlining like a major tour. Mm-hmm. I would be on Broadway. I would be, if I, you know, singing opera, I would be headlining uh, the season for the upcoming Metropolitan Opera or somewhere across the uh, in a different country. You know, and yeah. with opera, it's, it moves a little bit slower, sometimes yeah. very slow, much slower than um, R&B or neo-soul or indie. Um, you know, it you have to be very patient, and the voice in itself does not fully develop until it takes a lot. A lot. Sometimes it takes a longer time. Some people, their voice is fully developed in their 20s by right. the time they reach my age, so they can just do what they want. And sometimes, you know, our voices are developed, but we're not getting the opportunities that we see our other colleagues getting. 
and mm-hmm. it's very competitive but the aqua world is very small also mm-hmm. so it's kind of like you know just with any other kind of art form you meet somebody who does this on an airplane I mean you're trying to connect a flight or get on a connecting flight somewhere you happen to meet somebody in there the president or CEO of this company and then they know a conductor or they may know a music producer so it's all about relationships at the end of the day as well yeah but I would say just being patient with the process and not that's been my greatest challenge and learning to not compare myself to my colleagues um, who are much more successful than I am right now what I deem successful Um, you know everybody's journey is different and I think that's you know that's what I'm learning and how to be just how to be more creative and stand out as an individual versus doing what everybody else is doing so how do you focus your energy on continuing to do the work even when it isn't paying off like patience is Mm -hmm. great but how do you how do you get back to just enjoying the craft and not getting so focused on meeting goals because I know sometimes yeah. if I don't want to go after a certain point I'm like forget it exactly I'm moving exactly. on to something else what, yep. do you do? what do you do I think about the why and I think about <laughs> don't get me wrong what I'm about to say I'm very grateful for my job my day job yeah. but every day I work there that's more motivation for me okay this is not what you want to do yeah um what do you love to do and you know with with and right now, I'll be honest, um, I'm going into different paths. Like I started singing jazz. I have a jazz gig now. Mm-hmm. Getting myself in different projects other than opera. Mm-hmm. So opera will be there. But for me, it's the main reason, too, of why I sing. Like, why why are you singing, Denise? And mm-hmm. I have to remember that this is beyond me. When you think about take yourself out of a situation, because if I, t- if, like you said, you know, it's easy for us to say, okay, this isn't moving as fast as I wanted to. I'm done. I'm, you know, I'm trying to pay off student loans. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, you know, be more financially independent. Yeah. You know, since such, we want to get married soon, or I know I do, mm-hmm. you know, not now, but eventually have a family. And you want, you don't want to have as much debt or whatever. Right. But at the same token, when you take that aside and you think about, for me, when I sing, when I see somebody smile or they cry and they come to me and say, wow, that was very encouraging. Mm-hmm. It could be at church or just me posting something. And for just lets me know this is beyond you. So this is not just for you. This is, this is a ministry. This is something that you use to help other people. This is a way of bringing people together. As James Baldwin said, you let the mm-hmm. art speak for itself. Yeah. Take the politics out of it. Take, you know, our agendas out yeah. of it and realize that art does its own mm-hmm. thing without anything attached to it. So that just remembering that being my why and taking the focus off of myself mm-hmm. so yeah I would say that's that's something that you know I have to stay in the fourth keep in the forefront of my mind so when challenges like criticism come um mm-hmm. sometimes criticism can be the thing that keeps you going right it can be a driving force just right. as much as all the compliments and the accolades the criticism mm-hmm. can be a driving force too have you ever received yep. some that just changed your life in like a positive way though Yes, um, I will say last, or was it, no, it was earlier this year in January, I had auditioned for um, one of the biggest competitions in opera is the Metropolitan Council Auditions. Mm -hmm. And these National Council auditions are held all across the world. Mm -hmm. 
in each major area or in each sub area of each state. Mm-hmm. So I went to DC and I was competing against people from all over the DMV area. Mm-hmm. And the 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 good thing in doing these competitions, you get judged, but you also get feedback. Mm-hmm from people, very important people, legendary people in the industry of various experiences. So I went in there. It was my first time. um, And afterwards, they had us all wait. Uh, We had to wait for everybody to sing who competed there. And they let us know. They lined us all up in a room, put us all in a room and said, hey, these are the people who won, who placed. Those of you who didn't, thank you for coming. However, if you decide to stay, you can get some feedback from us. So that's what, that's mm-hmm. what I did. And the feedback I've gotten uh, initially kind of, it kind of took me aback because I hadn't heard anything. And it was something as to, along the lines of, I have to get back to the basics. Mm-hmm. And um, when I sing based upon what actually two judges, it was three judges, mm-hmm. two of the judges had kind of said the same thing. Um, they said when I was singing, they didn't feel as if it was me singing. It was, it was me singing, but it was like I was singing in the style of what somebody had taught me all my life instead of just allowing my body to sing. And I had never heard that before. I was oh, like, huh. Okay. And initially, you know, I wouldn't say I was offended because I take everything as a grain of salt, mm-hmm. eat the meat and spit out the bones, as my dad mm-hmm. says. But that had really put me into a place where this is what it's like you know if this is what I'm going to do these are some very important people this is what they hear and granted it's not the end all be all but I had went back to a couple of my teachers and discussed with them and they saw you know they were like okay we see where they're coming from or we agree we don't agree Mm -hmm. but um that had really put me into perspective of okay I know what I have to do and in myself I kind of felt like that was something I felt when I had was singing. I didn't feel a hundred percent free. Like I always felt like, well, this is what I was told to do. So let me do it this way. Or I hear it this way. So let me emulate that instead of just doing my own thing. So um, I would say that definitely was something recent, but something I like to make sure that I remind myself, just sing, Denise, don't worry about if it's perfect or if somebody told you to do it, you know, this way or that way, just sing. So what was your favorite or best performance ever? Hmm. Ever? Oh, that's a good question. I would say my favorite ever was when it was my first full role when I was in graduate school at West Virginia University. And we did a magic flute and I was one of the lead characters, Pamina, who was the princess. Mm-hmm. And I sang an aria, which was which is basically a solo song in an opera. Mm-hmm. And this is all I feel it. It was it was almost like I'm not gonna say her suicide aria, but <laughs> she had loved the prince the way the story um is told. In the story she um was helping Prince Tamino. Um, to overcome some trials he was trying to live uh, lead the affection of Pamina but in order to get in order to have her as his woman he needs to pass these trials prove his manhood you know and everything and it's a lot of masonry involved Mm -hmm. in that but one of the trials right before she sang the song was he couldn't talk to her 
and she was calling for him, calling for him. And she was like, if you don't talk to me, there's no reason for me to be alive. And I told you, offers dramatic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> These women are crazy. I'm telling you, I said, you guys think reality TV, basketball mm-hmm. wives, you know, hip uh loving hip hop all that is something mm-hmm. else wait until you see an opera and you see these women they are over wow. the top so Pamina you know because for so long she was confined to doing and being what everybody else wanted her to right. be her mom wanted her to her mom loved her but her mom instilled a lot of fear in her and told her well you can't do this you can't do that basically but Pamina had to learn she had to she had more strength I think than she realized mm-hmm. but in this particular song, she was at one of her her weakest points because the man that she loved and her anchor wasn't there for her. So I had I almost cried singing this. And it was so moving, like just being in that moment mm-hmm. with my supporting um, characters uh, within the opera. And just, you know, when you're in that element and when you're you know, you can smell the air, you can smell the sadness, you can smell the depression and all of that, you know, you become that character. Yeah. It's really heavy. And that was that was something that, you know, I really one of the characters I had really like dived in and just immersed myself in. So I would say that was one of that was my favorite, I think, performance. Yeah, that sounds like it would be really hard to forget a moment like that. You know, you know, yeah. you just take the the character itself is taking over who you are, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Who is Denise without music? Mm, she's not Denise. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say this. Um, in the good way, you know, aside from that, I'm a family person. I love my family. Um, I love to travel. I love I love making people happy. Yeah. Um, I love brightening somebody's day, giving an encouraging word, um, and just, you know, making a difference. Um, and that's me aside from music you know and I I do my best to be a nice person (laughs) and to help somebody and to you know just try to get myself more familiar with the world around me because music will always be here but I think it's very important sometimes we as artists can get so stuck in pursuing our art Mm -hmm. and being in this bubble like no we have to ride this thing to the death Mm -hmm. of us um, but however, you know, we have to know what's going around. We have to know what's going on in the world around us, you know, with our country overseas, you know, it's, it's so much more. America is so small compared to other people, um, and other cultures. Um, so, but aside from that, you know, I'm pretty much music. I can't see myself doing anything outside of music, even if it's, even if I'm not thinking, like just doing something, um, in the realm of educating people with music or putting on events with music. But I, I love performing. I love singing. I love it. Well, where can we find more Denise's performances? Where can we find you? Where can we keep up with what you're doing? So if you are based in the 757 Hampton Roads, Virginia area, you can definitely catch me. Um, I'll actually be I, the new jazz gig I started is at Gershwin's in Norfolk. Okay. Um, my schedule alternates each week, but this week coming up, I'll be there Thursday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. And my Instagram, I do a lot of, uh, try to put a lot of stuff up there. I can always do more, but I have my website listed up there for those who are out of the area. It's 
www.denisebattlesings.com D-E-N-I-S-E-B-A-T-T-L-E-S-I-N-G-S.com that's my website my Instagram is denisebattle underscore underscore sings and um I'm actually trying to planning to move out of the area soon, planning to go to New York. So I will be continuing my ventures up there. Um, just doing a lot on the local scene. I'll also be putting out a music video uh, in August wow. with a um, who's Johnny Creative, who's a local uh, media company here based in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Mm-hmm. And the person, one of the co-owners, Lance Williams, who's a good friend of mine I've known for a good while he um we're putting together opera music video and it's going to be awesome so that will you guys are going to look out that will be something that will be coming up on the rise and i'm trying to do maybe a concert before i leave out of the area out of virginia so um but yeah that's that's basically where you guys can catch me i have some stuff on youtube but i'm going to be updating that but basically my website and my instagram page is where i'm you know pretty much have my activities up. well thank you Denise it's been amazing talking to you catching up uh, oh my goodness you too yes, I cannot wait to hear about you in New York because I know things are gonna go <laughs> crazy when you get up there it's gonna be amazing thank and you. hopefully I can be at one of your shows sometime soon okay you will, you will. all you will. right love you much I'll make <laughs> love you Bye too girl. thank you so much Sherelle thank you for listening to as told by Sherelle For more weekly stories, please subscribe to my podcast.